In a time beyond man, three canine strangers are called a Dachshund, a Bloodhound, and a Shepherd Husky mix. Their mission? To retrieve a magical stick and return it to the last living human. The Beholder's Eye presents Fetch Quest! As you guys make your way over to the Tidy Pup, uh, the main thoroughfare of this city is bustling with people moving every direction. Um, and you can actually see as you get closer to the Tidy Pup, uh, in the center of town, there is kind of a, uh, a circular area marked out with a fence. And inside of that, there is what looks to be a pretty dejected looking bulldog sitting in the middle. Uh, you can see that one of his legs is chained to a post and he's got a uh, metal collar sticking around from his neck. Uh, and you would know that this practice is typically known as the cone of shame. This is very, <laughs> this is very, infor- very unfortunate for this bulldog. I, I would like to walk up to the you said he's enclosed in a fence? Yeah, yeah, and uh, the fence keeps everyone about 10 feet away from him. I would like to lean up on the fence, like lean into the enclosure and be like, Hey, uh, what do you do? He sits there and he says, Hentation exposure. <laughs> I, uh, Darius is going to ask him, so, The good bulldog, do you know where's a, a good place on this uh, thoroughfare that I can find some good bread, like a bakery? I guess... I mean... Please tell me there's a place in this town called Sephora Bread. (laughs) 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 So many dog puns. He says, did, did you have that one ready from like last week? <laughs> I, was, I was waiting on that one since, like a, minute, since a couple of it. minutes ago. Yeah, I had to get it out there. Uh, he says, actually, it's, it's funny that you say that. There is. It's, you can actually see the sign from here. And he points over his shoulder without looking. And he says, can, can you guys just leave me alone? I've got like three more days of this. It probably smells really, uh, really good to you. Uh, stuck over here by this, uh, this post. And you can, it's very unfortunate. You can smell it from the bakery. It's a nice smelling bread every day. Just but you're stuck to this post. And you've got this collar of shame around you. This is probably extremely frustrating. At this point, a uh, city guard walks up to you. And uh, he kind of pulls out a billy club uh, and starts tapping on the fence. And he's like, hey, hey, move it along. Leave him alone. The shamed ones aren't to be talked so to. Fine. We, we, we ain't we talking to a man. Are we shaming him? <laughs> we move along. <laughs> Isn't that the point of of public shame? It's enough shame to just be tied up in the middle of town with that cone on your head. You know you've been there? (laughs) Not personally, but I put many people in the cone. Do you want to be the next one, sir? Move it along. And he keeps tapping on the fence with his billy club. uh, uh, Darius Darius, uh, smiles and moves along. Okay. Uh, so you guys make your way over to the tidy uh, tidy pub. As you walk up to the tidy pub, it is a two-story uh, kind of squat-looking building, bright blue with uh, tidy pub written uh, with paw prints on either side of it. By its own namesake, is very tidy. As you're walking in, you see that the reception area is immaculate. Uh, it does not look like they have a tavern here. It is just an inn. But uh, as 
As you walk in, you're greeted by a uh, very well-groomed Pomeranian that is is standing behind the desk, and uh, she says, Hello, welcome to the tiny pup. How can I help the three of you? I think we'll uh, probably stay in the night, uh, so we'll probably need the room, yeah? And maybe a little bit of food if you got that. Would you like a group room, three different rooms? We actually have several vacancies. I'm pretty sure we want uh, three I, I slap the gold yeah. down on the counter. I'm like, hi, I, I want the best room. You have that like nobility feature, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> says, oh, of, of course, sir. And uh, she says, our best room is the uh, the penthouse suite. Let me uh, let me get the key for you. And she turns around and opens up a kind of a wall locker behind her and pulls down a key and hands it to you. And she says, I, I'm sure you'll find all the accommodations to your liking, sir. I take the key, but I had already dropped my pack. And I look at her and I have someone, I'll bring my bags. She picks up a small bell from under the counter and rings it. And uh, two Dachshunds come running out uh, in nice little bellhop outfits. Uh, and they grab your bags and just disappear through a side door. At that point, I saunter off disdainfully. Darius is just they, thinking, Darius uh, thinking Darius is just, what a low. <laughs> How they, these Dachshunds could have done so much better for themselves. They seem to be teenagers. They could have been. Oh, oh that's right then. This is uh, teaching some. Uh, <laughs> They are learning uh, valuable skills. Uh, initiative. <laughs> there is a, a nameplate on the desk that says Veronica. Uh, and she says, oh, she turns to Darius and Dahlia and she says, okay, so uh, would you two like a joint room? Do you want separate rooms? As I think we're doing separate rooms. Uh, Se- yeah, separate Dahlia, rooms, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so we have... Uh, two different room types to pick from the one is a bit more expensive the other is a little bit cheaper for a room with a large bed and a small uh cooler container something to keep some you know vittles in if you need to that will be 50 silver but for just one of our standard rooms with a a, 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 you know a good size bed and just a table and chair that will be 20 silver so uh as you just got the uh, have you just got the two rooms? It's just the two rooms that Veronica has. Oh, we have we have at least five vacancies. Okay, but they're just the oh, two just options. the two types. Yes. Okay. So uh, the Darius says he lets the lady dog go first. Oh, the the standard room is perfect. Oh, fantastic! That'll be twenty silver. All right. She hands it over. She takes it and uh, she gives you a room key and she says uh, that twenty silver will also cover you for uh, the next forty eight hours. You just have to be checked out by sunup in two days. I'm assuming when I get to my room that the bellhops will be there dropping off my bag. Yeah, we'll deal with that in a second. Yeah, I just want to say I want to Dar- in there. Darius takes the uh, Darius takes the 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 fifty silver room. So it's just it, it's not a big deal. It's a fifty silver plastic coin, so yeah. Okay, she uh, she hands you your key as well, and she says, uh, "Do the two of you need help with your bags, or?" I uh... uh, I got it. Okay. So uh, I will uh, take the half the bags and you can take the other half the bags. But I'm not in any specific rush. If you'd like to take the le- you have at least seven minutes before you need to get them up there. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she rings the bell and uh, the same two dashins or uh, two different dashins yeah. also. They would like it. They, 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 need, they need to be kept active. Yeah. They come out and they, they see. They, they, want, they want to move the bag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Even if they're not aware of it, they does it at a deep. This is an enjoyable occupation for level. them. Yeah. They come out and they they grab half your luggage and disappear into a door with it. And as the th- yeah, this is good. Don't steal my luggage, no. Yes. Uh, as the three of you get to your rooms, uh, Roger, as you get to the 
penthouse suite. The doors uh, are nice, almost uh, Victorian double doors, like very well-made, intricate woodwork. Uh, and as you open the door, you see that the two Dosh and bellboys are already standing there with your your luggage and they the taller of the two turns sees you come in and he he says sir can we help you with anything else or um are, are you good here okay so quick question side note yeah. uh, i have no history do the silver tails are they large enough to have affected the history of the land that they would be a noticeable name oh yeah a oh they're the most know. prominent like family in probably 30 to 40 miles but that's all I know. But like, do I know why they are prominent? They, it's just kind of general knowledge that they made their fortune through silver mining back in the day. They're not a lot of people know this, but because you have no history, actually go ahead and roll me a, a check. You might've heard rumors that, uh, they had a different name before silver tales, but, uh, since <laughs> they created a silver empire, that's, that's the name they adopted, but you think it's mostly just rumors or do you, do you need anything else from these, uh, bellboys? Yeah. I'm going to slip each of them a silver and I'm going to use persuade to try to get them to, Oh, uh, what do you guys know about the, the silver tales? Like I, I need, I got a meeting later. I need some dirt. <laughs> uh, so you you slip each of them a silver, and they they pocket it immediately. And the taller of the two says, "Well, well, sir, um, the silver tails are the most prominent family in in the city. They uh they come here all the time, actually. Um, when they have uh, some, it seems not as important business dealings, they'll they'll like rent they out use this hotel. They'll rent out the penthouse itself to." to do small meetings and they have us bring up tables and chairs for things. I actually got to, to wait around during one of these meetings and it was very boring, but they, they talked a lot about uh, ore movements and money movements in the city. I say, you earned your silver! And then I look at the other one expectantly. Uh, he uh, he says, well, I, uh, I don't I don't know much about them, um, other than uh, the the youngest daughter likes to hang out at the uh, the Gristle Grill and uh, cavort with some of the sailors that come in from the ports. I'm pretty sure that cafe is actually down the road. <laughs> the Gristle Grill. He says her name's uh, her name's Clementine, um, and well. She she seems to be a little bit of a pariah in the family, but um, bec because she's uh, one of one of the uh, um, well, you see, Mister Silvertail has several bastard children, um, and she's one of the pureblood of his his brood, and they don't really like they they want her to marry another noble. Oh, good job, man! You hear anything else? Come back to me. I'll give you another silver. So I think I'm slipping some bobcats into there. It's a bobcat coin. <laughs> uh, so now, uh, Dahlia, you get to your room um, and you find a very Spartan area. Uh, very simple bed. Uh, although the bedding is very luxurious. I mean, it's, it's. I guess the Egypt wouldn't be a thing in this. So it's like, um, ooh, maybe it's like nice, fine Mauian cotton from the <laughs> Republic of Mao. It's one of the few, or uh, it's one of the few things that's like allowed for trade between the two mm -hmm. countries because it's just like the dog, uh, dogs can't get enough of it. It's so, so soft. But you also do notice that there's a nice uh, biscuit waiting for you on your pillow. Aw. 
Uh, yeah, she's gonna throw her bag down. She'll uh, pocket the biscuit for later. And uh, are we are we here for the night, or are we dropping our stuff off and doing something else? No, I think we should probably like re meet up. I I didn't say anything, but I, I assumed that I would come find you guys. Yeah. At some point, she's gonna she's gonna drop her bags and and go find uh, Darius. Yeah. Go back down to the lobby down to the common area yeah and then uh darius as you get to your room and open the door you see that the uh the two other teenage dash hounds that brought up half your bags are standing there and uh there's uh kind of a short one and kind of a uh more full-figured one and uh portly i didn't say it (laughs) the larger one (laughs) i need a tactful way to say that the full-figured I gave Boy. it to you. <laughs> it says, sir, uh, we, we brought your, your bags up. I hope it's to your liking. Um, we're, we're very busy, though, so I, I, we, we need to get out of here. Um, uh, it is customary to tip your bellboy, though. It's also uh, very good not to specifically notice, uh, make a, makes a point about that you, you'd like a tip, yeah? So you might be more inclined <laughs> to get the bigger tip if you did not specifically mention I would like a tip now. The taller uh, of the two elbows his, his friend, and he's just like, you're not, you're not supposed to say that. So I give them the plastic coins to the value of about the 50 copper, 25 copper each, because okay. uh, he, he tips the silver. I don't know this, but... Uh, I'm a baller, son. Yeah, but you also <laughs> got a considerably more expensive room, so this. And plus, they only have to bring up half of the luggage. So. And I paid for information. And then they were mouthy, so... <laughs> You guys all kind of, you know, drop your stuff off, get settled in your rooms a bit, and then make your way back down to the the lobby. And as you come back out onto the street, you actually run right back into Jeff. And he says, oh, good. I, I was hoping to, I was coming to actually see if I could catch up with you oh, guys. Oh, Jeff, we were just going to come looking for you. It's, we, 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 we literally, we've been here only about 15 minutes and we could not believe we'd been so long away from you. <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, that's wonderful, Darius. That's kind of also that's why how... I came and found you guys. I just wanted to make sure that I that uh, we paid you back and, and helped you out, okay? Yeah, yeah, see. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you can give me some money. He says, okay, uh, let's go back. Um, Reginald actually has... Darius doesn't normally smoke, but he might be about to get us a car from Veronica behind the, the bar. Um, just so uh, he can just have something else to distract him. And calm him down a little bit from the frustration. That there's no, Jeff. there's no. I, I said when you guys came in, there's no tavern here. It's yeah, just, no a, it's oh, I, just. Is there like a curio cabinet or anything? A curio so he, cabinet. You ask, you I ask Veronica for something, and she says, "Well, sir, no. Um, there, there is a nice establishment next door called the Silver Cup. It is." Owned by the Silvertails, it's actually pretty much all the wine you can buy in there comes from the Silvertails private winery. So, well, uh, okay, so, fine, I'm not smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying Jeff. Jeff says, oh, well, guys, we, we actually, the Mangy Mutt has a full service tavern. Y- you can get a drink there. Come on, let's go. And he charges out of the door. Dahlia follows. Darius? Darius follows. He's getting his, like... Roger. Roger ponders it for a minute and then leisurely follows. And now, a brief intermission.
everybody, it's your DM Andrew. I'm here to tell you about a new sponsor that we have, LibrisArcana.com. They are a dice service that does monthly subscription boxes with dice in them. Every month you subscribe to them and you get a new set of dice. Their dice are amazingly designed and some of the prettiest dice we've seen. We are very lucky to secure a sponsorship with them. So what they'll be doing for us is if you go on Libris Arcana and subscribe to their monthly dice service, uh, you can get 20% off your first month subscription by using the code BEHOLDER at checkout. Once again, get on there, get your first month subscription, and you'll get 20% off with the code Beholder. Put it in at checkout and you'll be good to go. Attention, new agents. This is me, Dr. Byron Brimstone, director of the OMEN. That's the Office for Occult Monitoring, Examination, and Negation. I'm here to give you a short intro into the adventures of the OMEN investigations team. Join us on a comedy role playing podcast set in the modern world, where three agents travel the globe to deal with demons, cultists, and conspiracy theories. Follow the exploits of Koala Jackson, an amnesiac Australian with a dark history. Yeah. Annabelle St. John, a gun sticking girl from the Deep South. Is it a gun cult or is it a pony cult? And Dr. Martin, a disgraced former professor from Sweden. I mean, I am from Sweden. If you like listening to people search for monsters, aliens, entities from beyond the void, and other such hoo-ha, then you should check out Omen Investigations on all good podcast apps. Bibstone out. Dolores, remind me why we're podcasting our top-secret operations again. Right. Podcasting is uh, becoming pretty ubiquitous, and there are a lot of services out there that offer podcast hosting, which is probably the most important part of podcasting, because if you don't have your podcast uh, hosted somewhere, nobody's ever going to hear it. (laughs) And we went through a few different podcasting hosts at the beginning of our show, and wow, we had pretty good experiences with all of them. We found that Shortwave is the best fit for our show. Shortwave is a podcast hosting, syndication, analytics, and dynamic content stitching platform built on the belief that professional-level podcasting tools should be available to everyone, not just professionals. And as we are sponsored by Shortwave, uh, you can go ahead and go over to their website, www goshortwave.com to start your free 14-day trial of hosting on Shortwave, which includes show and episode-level listener analytics, embeddable episode players, unlimited upload and download bandwidth, and two free hours of dynamic content stitching that helps you build your episodes from multiple clips, all in your browser. Again, you can go to www.goshortwave.com for a free 14-day trial of everything that Shortwave has to offer. Shortwave. The platform for adaptive podcasting. And now, back to the show. Okay. As the three of you follow Jeff back down the street to the mangy mutt, the four of you are stopped in the middle of the street by that same guardsman that was talking to you guys when you were looking at the the guy in the cone of shame. And he says, do, uh, this might be an odd question, but do the four of you have a meeting with the Silver Tails this evening? News travels extremely fast in this town, yeah? Yeah, I mean, one person starts barking one block over and everybody gets it. (laughs) It just spreads like wildfire. 
same with Howl's. Anyways, uh, I I have a, a favor to ask. Um, I'm looking to become part of uh, the Silvertail's private guards. I was wondering if you could bring me along as a plus one. This guard, by the way, I, I don't think I said earlier, he is a German pincher. Very tall, but very lean. You gotta bring the bulldog with you. I couldn't possibly do that. This seems um, like a very interesting request here, uh, Roger. It, Dahlia turns to Roger and it's like, I, I don't, I don't think we need more company. We don't even know what we're meeting these people about. I also, uh, we don't know is secretly if this guy wants us to make him the plus one, go in and release an assassin or something. So. See, like that's that's the thing. Like I want to pull my teammates side, Darius and Dahlia, and be like, it's a test to see if we can trust him. <laughs> so, uh, if he says no, he might be a shady guy. If he says, if he, if, if, he, he, says, on, if he says yes, no. he's not following <laughs> protocol. He says no. It's a catch twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, if he if he says if he says yeah, I'm 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 thinking there's no way I can possibly recommend him as a, as a god. Either way, yeah. I think we should stab him and bury him in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> I think think that's harsh. So you're always a couple of poor prints ahead, huh, Roger? Oh, Jesus. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He kind of looks at the three of you and he says, you know, I'm never mind. Sorry, I asked. I think he heard me about stabbing him in an alley. Uh, don't worry, but I'm just going to go ahead and go now. So tell you what, uh, what was your name, Mr. Bulldog? No, you're not a bulldog. No, he's a, pinch, a German. German pincher. Mr. Ger Mr. German pincher. Frederick? Frederick. No, but I like the Frederick idea that pincher. we go to the Silver Tales and we accidentally recommend the bulldog that's being shamed for indecent <laughs> exposure <laughs> as their new top guard. <laughs> I, I second that idea. <laughs> so I, I, I was going to say is, I tell you what, you can, uh, so we can make up some kind of story that you were, you know, bringing you up and try to bring up into conversation to say that you are uh, a specifically very admirable uh, oh, if you uh, could, if, uh, dog. If, yeah, if you could just... Uh... Is that you were, we were like, please, we were picking on the, unfortunately, on the, the, the bulldog. And you came along and very stoutly said, this is not the way we do it in the Shepherdshire. And uh, <laughs> so respectfully, please move along. Okay. And uh, as and we said, please let the bulldog come with us to the to the the, the castle. And you said, uh, you said uh, absolutely, this is not happening. And uh, there is no way I can come with you to the castle either, despite the fact you were inviting us. Because uh, so I have a duty a, to do. So, <laughs> that's a lot of words you just said. That's a I lot of words. I've I lost the voice. If I was a, if I was the DM, I would cut all those words out in the post. <laughs> he, he wants to join the Silvertail's <laughs> private investigation agency, right? No, he wants to be part of their like guard. Okay. Their per, uh, personal guard. You know what? As long as you just mention my name. Um, how many? I'm, I'm, I've got uh, Darius has got a notepad out now, and he's starting to write down how how many. Uh, how many of your service have you done as this current role? No. How much time has you spent as a guard of just a general town guard or oh, whatever you do? Um, I've, I've what's been, your proficiency? I've been a guard for about five years. Yeah. What is your is what is your armor class? Yeah. Jesus Christ! I don't have stats for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, then how are you going to roll when Roger stabs him in the in the alley? Make him up on the spot. <laughs> Dahlia wants to ask him why he wants why why do you want to be part of the Silvertail's guard? Well, they pay the best. Uh, they pay better than the city guard does by at least five times. And being a guard for the Silvertails is a very 
prestigious and uh, carries a lot of weight around town. Um, it would get me a lot of respect. And and what kind of like how much how much work is it? Like, are you being paid a lot to stand around and like take pictures with tourists, or are you are you going to be actually protecting them from a lot of people? I mean, we haven't really had any real I, I there's the occasional murder and you know mugging and and thing like things like that but for the most part the town's pretty safe already that's that's also why I want I want a job with them is that and my job now is boring the Silvertons they uh they tend to run with some interesting crews I'm I might actually get the chance to fight some well it's, I tell you what this story from Frederick has me completely convinced now I absolutely think that without any question, we should bring him with us straight to the door of the most powerful people in the town. I, I would like to hop in and be like, if we do this for you, someday we'll come and ask you for a favor. And you will have to give us that favor. <laughs> you just speak no questions the dog asked. Uh, Darius is done to play the violin behind him. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> this is like making you family. These uh, are 100% says, uh, cat gut strings as well, yeah. Of course. I mean, that that sounds like a, a perfect proposition. I mean, uh, I would have no problem, you know, as long as I'm not dead. I'm not sure how long we're going to be dealing with the Silver Tails, but having an inn with a guard seems hey. like a good idea. So he's won me over I, I at think this point. From a simple plot development perspective, if he was to go and start some shit with the Silver Tails, that we could, could be we intriguing. Could deny, we could deny him. <laughs> yeah. But if he makes it in and he is a successful guard and we ever need to, like, murder him, or on kidnap him. one of these silver tails. <laughs> Sorry, my Swifty is bleeding through. It's, it is. <laughs> try to control it. Uh, Dahlia, how do you feel about Frederick? She's she's not quite sure about it, but she seems to be. She she sees that she's been outvoted, and so she's uh, she's gonna bring up the rear in this one and keep an eye on him. But uh, yeah, this, uh, this whole time, just kind of just been standing there, watch this happen, uh, and he he says, you know, I. I didn't want to say anything, but you guys handle that pretty well. This guy seems nice. And Frederick turns to him and he's just like, oh, thanks, buddy. So you liked uh, Jeff, Joseph, 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 Joseph. would you trust uh, Frederick? I think Jeff's a jackass, so I, I, I don't care what he thinks. Jeff says, well, I mean, I, I like most people. So uh, if it's you really like Frederick, you should give him one of your balls. Huh? Well... I haven't known him that long. Not quite yet. He he hasn't protected me from a raging gorilla. Give me a ball, Jeff. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, uh, Darius looks to Frederick and he goes, "Trust me." Uh, <laughs> he suddenly talks into the Ukrainian. Uh, <laughs> I am now Darius. <laughs> See, I am not Darius. Uh, he goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, trust me, Jeff. Uh, you will definitely want to see uh, Jeff's balls. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> don't, don't let Jeff. He does tricks with them. Don't let. So Frederick says, um, "Don't let Jeff get too far away of you from out having." He says, "Well, goes with his balls." Yeah. I have to go get back to work now. What, what time was your meeting? And uh, you would all know it's like eight o'clock. Nine thirty. Or nine thirty. Yes, thank you. You actually took good notes. I took notes. <laughs> I, I maybe Dahlia relied on you two guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys convey that information to him, and he, he says, "Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll meet you up at the the Silverton House around nine nine fifteen. I'll be I'll be waiting." You guys make up to the mangy mutt unmolested from there, which and Jeff with us is a serious <laughs> as you 
I'm gonna talk right over that. As you <laughs> uh, as you walk in the door, uh, you see that the mangy mutt is also very close to its namesake. Uh, everything in here looks like it's secondhand, kind of beat down, but the place is jumping. The whole bottom floor of, uh, it's a three-story building. The whole bottom floor is a one big open room tavern. You see a very long bar. Uh, the building's about 50 feet square, and uh, the bar at the back of the room is 50 feet long with five or six different bartenders running back and forth, and this place is just crammed with patrons. And you see... Sorry, are we not calling them bartenders? Bartenders. Oh, nice. Oh, that is good. excellent. Uh, that is these bartenders are <laughs> serving drinks just <laughs> back and forth. And you guys actually see at a table off by uh, one of the four different hearths in the room, Reginald is sitting by himself uh, at kind of a small table, and as he sees you come in, he, he waves to all of you with kind of a dopey grin on his face. This is not really pertinent at all, <laughs> but do we get served like mugs or like water bowls? Ooh. <laughs> I like the idea of everything coming in like a bowl. Bowls. Yeah. Like you get a, a food bowl and a water <laughs> but bowl. The dual combo. You don't lap it. You still sip it like a, like a cup. It's just... <laughs> tradition to use bowls for all of your food and drink <laughs> actually lapping it out of the bowl would be considered bad manners <laughs> just like uh sniffing butts yeah although <laughs> some dogs don't care so yeah i walk over to reginald without like barely glancing around at me because most of these people are beneath me it is interesting <laughs> okay. that the minji mutt is rammed and there's no room at the minji butt and the tidy pup had plenty of rooms Almost like there's a lot of poor people and not a lot of rich people in this city. Yeah. It's you pick a poor poor. In the big city. Who has the ball? Oh, that, yeah. Which one of you, so I thought you had oh. the ball. was holding on to that? I Roger had the ball. I think you have it. <laughs> I thought I thought we gave it to Dahlia, Oh, did we give it? We, but no. if, you, if I have it, yeah. I might cause problems. I may there. have thrown one of the balls at one of the poodles. We, we did throw it. I don't know who picked it up. I would say it's probably best for it to be in Dahlia's possession. Yeah, I don't at the think moment. that's Darius, probably a good call. <laughs> Dahlia's threw it at a poodle. I threw it at a poodle. Adam's but I didn't two and four. Dahlia's six and five. Ashley's one and three. Okay. Six and five. Who is who? <laughs> I want to say I was six and five. Sis, uh, I'm pretty sure Dahlia has... I, no, I, I think it's a good board, idea for Dahlia I, I to have it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if I want to deal with you like, tossing that you in doing? the middle of this room right now. Because <laughs> there's got to be at least like 60 to 70 dogs in here Literally just thought exactly barking up a storm. Who let the ball out? <laughs> but as you guys uh, make it over to Reginald's table, Roger, you don't really pay attention to anything, but uh, Dahlia and Darius, I'd like you guys to both make me uh, perception checks. Let me get my dice out from under my cat. <laughs> 23. 23, damn. He's got a pretty good what's up. That's a 15. Okay. Uh, so as you are following Jeff and Roger, who just immediately takes the lead, you both notice some shadier looking characters. Uh, uh, there is a table off to your left that has uh, four weasels sitting around it, kind of playing some sort of odd betting game that is kind of unfamiliar. At another table, there are a couple of badgers and a couple of 
beagles, uh, a couple of female badgers, and a couple of male so beagles. Beagle. And <laughs> they look to all be getting pretty drunk. Anything but the beagle. All over each other. You What's that? I don't trust the beagle. Oh. <laughs> At another table, uh, Dahlia, you see a couple of cats. Mm-hmm. They One looks to be a Persian, and the other one looks to be a Russian blue. They are uh, sitting across the table from a very war-worn looking crow mm-hmm. and they're kind of having a low conversation but you can see that they each the two cats have a symbol on their uh, on their cr- uh, little crest on their coats that would signify them as diplomats of okay. the Mauian empire and diplocats or the republic of mao i forgot yeah the republic of diplocats <laughs> from the Republic of Mao, and they tend to be pretty, you know, diplomatic immunity. Anyways, Darius, you you pass by a table and kind of noticed that there are a German shepherd, a uh, German pincher, a bulldog, uh, like a... Um, what are those like the maybe not sheepdogs, but the dogs with the like really long straight hair? Are you describing oh. a card game of yes? Dogs yeah, there's poker. a bunch of dogs playing like poker. Border collie. <laughs> so I think you should just say dogs playing poker. I was trying. I was trying to do it from memory. I border, think I got like close. Border collie. Yeah, maybe it is a border collie. But yeah, yeah. You just you notice a bunch of dogs sitting around a table playing poker, um, looking very serene. But neither of you really notice anything that seems like it's an immediate danger. Or anything like that. Most of the people that are in here just seem to be pretty chill. Darius wasn't in a probably in a rush to go to a meeting later. He uh he would also join in on the poker. I'll try to get in on the poker game. <laughs> I'm gonna let you play so that. Take some people for some money off camera. Because <laughs> I really don't want to act out a whole. Poker Everything looks game. better in the dog montage. <laughs> As you guys get to Reginald's table, there is just enough chairs. For you all to sit down and he beckons you over and general says ah friends yes please come and sit down um me and jeff have have made ourselves pretty comfortable here and uh we've actually been talking with a few people and it it, it sounds like these uh silver tails that run the city um are into some Corrupt shit. uh you might want to steer clear of them i also understand that the three of you are on a quest from the wizard? I hear the daughter's pretty cool. <laughs> I have no idea what quest you're talking about. I think this is all hearsay, yeah? I'm going to make mean, her my sweet Clementine. There's this a lot all, of this rumors. Is all, this is all here, Yelp. Here, Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, uh, I mean, I've been able to corroborate a few rumors between a few sources that I trust pretty implicitly, and uh, Jeff even was able to uh, confirm and this for Jeff, a few yeah. people. Jeff's been opening his... Jeff kind of looks a, a little embarrassed, and he's like, I mean, I do know some people, um, but I also... I may know Derek. Was this was him juggling... It's cuslobulated! Me and Derek are pen pals. Was the ball juggling not entertaining enough? Derek's an <laughs> idiot. What, what did Derek's letters look like other than just his name over and over again? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we've been friends long enough that, like... I, I kind of just get the context from how he writes it. You should get him to come outside. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he says, it, it, it's okay, guys. Um, uh, we we don't want to stop you or, or impede you or, or hurt you or 
tag along or anything like that we just wanted you guys to know that like if you need help at any point or if if you need some friends to talk to we wanted to give you these and he pulls a little uh cloth satchel out and sets it on the table kind of makes a hefty noise as it hits the table and he says these are uh these are sending bones <laughs> he hands each one of you a small chunk of bone that has been intricately carved with runes just all over it he says if you um you hold one of these and speak the word canine into it uh it will activate and It'll kind of acts like a bit of a walkie-talkie for a while. When you're talking, I can't talk back to you. But when I'm talking, you can't talk over me. So if we're communicating like this, it's probably a good idea if, like, you just let we let each other finish. You understand? Limited use. No, um, I mean, as far as I know, you could go to the other side of the world with these and still be able to talk to each other. Nice. This is cool. um, the, the only thing about these, though, they're the an open is, channel I, we, we for everyone that has uh, one. The, we could do a Roger from the other side of the world anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am quite a vociferous at times. <laughs> when you when you open one of these up, it opens up a channel to all five of them, and he uh, he sees he says, "See, I got I got one in my pocket." And Reginald pulls one pulls his out, and he says, mm, "I've also got one." Reginald says. I'm actually the one that uh, enchanted these. I did it myself. Uh, uh, do you like the runic carvings? This is a very nice carvings, yeah. Thank you. Jeff's still around, isn't he? Yeah, he's sitting right there. So I want to turn to Jeff and be like, Jeff, give me a ball. So I was going to say, Jeff, so, uh, so... Sorry for being so loud. <laughs> Je- <hard> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, Jeff now has the, uh, the bouncing balls and the, the sending bone. And the sending bones? Uh... <laughs> He's got the balls and the bones. Jeff turns to you, Roger, and he's just like, um, I gave you a ball that creates you, you light. You said you owed us, Jeff. Give me a ball. Well, I was going to give you money. Give me both. I mean, like, I'll you, give you like, a very, I saved your life. He makes a very compelling argument, Jeff. You oh. would be dead. This okay. monkey would have eaten you. <laughs> Jeff and Reginald both uh, pull out bags of coin and uh, they kind of split them up and they give each of you about 50 silver. This is good. This pays for, this pays for the room. But as Jeff's about Not to push his silver now. over to Roger, he says, uh, you know what? You you keep that. I think I can, uh, I can get you a ball that will never make you want another ball ever again. How does that sound? You're going to have to give me a couple weeks, though. This may be a trap point of order here like my flaw is no matter what i just can't stop chasing rabbits and balls <laughs> that's the best flaw ever so like we're already gonna have enough in. problems with the red ball yeah like i'll break combat to go after a ball <laughs> i cannot imagine you're going to see any rabbits and when we journey through the forest he says but yeah no just uh give me a couple weeks and um i'll have something for you that Trust me, it, it will blow your mind. And I look at him and say, I'd like that a lot, but uh, how about you give me one for now? Just uh, chew on, you know, like like a taste. Chew on. Says, uh, I, I need to snap uh, into fine. a Slim Jim. And he pulls out a ball from a pouch in his side pocket. And it's just like a simple rubber yeah, ball. Yeah, just like a regular yeah. ball. And I shove it into my mouth and like sit back. Completely content. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> Reginald um, sitting there. He 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 starts to say something, and right as he starts to say it, uh, there's a loud noise from a few tables over where the the weasels were playing that weird betting game, and uh, 
it kind of draws everyone's attention for a second and see that one of the weasels has slammed his uh, dagger down on the table and is looking very agitated. As he does this, one of the other weasels stands up and starts pointing a finger at him. And they're all kind of chattering in this weird, almost foreign tongue. I mean, it, it's nothing any of you would speak. Do any of you speak like... Can you, can you demonstrate <laughs> I don't think it? we did languages. Can you demonstrate it a little bit? Is it speak like weas- some weasel Weaseltonian? Oh, Jesus Christ. Is it called, um, we- is it called weasel... It's going to put me right on the spot like is that. It called, huh? Is it called... We- <laughs> is it called weaselese? <laughs> <laughs> can you demonstrate, please, some weaselese? Yeah, the one that stands up, he, he, he stands up and puts a figure at the one that slammed the uh, the dagger down and he's just like, What that don't do about here, how's that? So this is very good. That makes me think Weasley's is slightly racist. I, I, don't, I don't know how I could have done it not I, racist. I don't know why, but yeah. I, I, honestly. No, neither do I. I'm not arguing what you did. I'm just saying. That's I didn't. I thought that was just a completely, I mean, the, the, yeah, that was just a <laughs> good. So if I was imagining Weasley's, that is how I would imagine Weasley's. High and screeching and incomprehensible. See, made the understanding um, of the Weasley's really easy. Think he'll be easy. able to remember how to do Weasley's three episodes later. It would be easy to understand how to do the Weasley's. It, no, actually, it'll come out the exact same because, like, I just think of a weasel and what a weasel sounds like, and then just put gibberish in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. No. Anyways, uh, so. <laughs> He looks like he wants to throw down with this other weasel, but as he stood up, he pushed his chair back, kind of just kicked his chair back, and it knocked into a table behind them with three chihuahuas sitting at it, uh, and it knocked over one of their beers, and the one... Is it a Corona? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. With lime. <laughs> uh, knocked over his beard. <laughs> Why did you do such a, do, 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 do an impression of the chihuahua? Mm. Uh, like, he, chihuahua. Stands up, he stands up and turns around uh, and starts barking at this weasel. And uh, he says, hey, you knocked over my beer, man. That is exactly how I thought the chihuahua would sound. And uh, his two friends stand up, and one of them says, Yeah, you knocked over his beard. That's not cool, man. And the other one says, I, th- I think we're going to have to fight him. And the weasel turns around, and he's like, <laughs> like and They're obviously not understanding each other. So we, have watched, we have watched this side to side. Yeah. Watching it unfold. The Chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, no, uh, it's a like Corona has gone down. Chihuahua now takes really a swing shit. at the weasel, and the weasel quickly ducks under his arm grabs the chihuahua by the arm and chucks him into another table a few feet away that has a bunch of poodles sitting around it. Uh, four or five poodles just sitting there taking shots of what looks to be vodka. Don't worry, I'm, so, I'm sure the poodles won't do anything. And uh, uh, as this <laughs> chihuahua lands on the table, it just scatters their drinks everywhere into their laps and the poodles all get up and they start screaming. And They've got their buns in the air. Things start cascading very rapidly at that point, and suddenly you find yourselves sitting in the middle of a bar fight.